Hey podcast, your host here, Joshua Kirkman. Took a little breather over the the summer break here, Christmas, New Year's and all that kind of jazz. Hope everyone had a great one with your family and friends. Hopefully you got a few waves. It's been a couple on the east coast of Oz. That's been nice. Let's get back into the show though. Had an interview done with Alexandra Rinder after the Fronton King and Queen event last year. Fresh off the wind, we uh, perched ourselves in front of one of the many great waves on that uh, part of the coastline in, in Gran Canaria and uh, recorded this podcast. So enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Laboogie Podcast. I'm sitting here with Alexandra Rinder, also known as the Fronton Queen now. Now, yeah. <laughs> Since a couple of days. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm really happy about that. That's been two years I've been fighting for that, so... You have? Yeah. Well, wouldn't this be the third year? This was the yeah, third the, the last. Right? Yeah, the last two years I got second, so yeah. yeah. Uh, if I would have uh, not win that final, I think that would have hurt a lot. Yeah? <laughs> you seem pretty stoked about it. Like, I, I don't know if I've seen you yet that happy in bodyboarding, since I've been around at least. Um, yeah, well, I think uh, the only time was maybe uh, when I won my, my titles and uh, my first uh, World 2 contest back in Chile, but I think this contest means uh, the most to me. It's uh, yeah. home, like, it's back home. I live here. I was born and raised here. And I think that's why it makes it so special and important for me. Yeah. Just to know that the crowd outside, like, mostly of them, you know them actually by seeing them day by day, so that's really cool. and. Uh, just really stoked about that. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a wave. Like, how, how often do you surf Fronton when you're here? Like, because do you live on Gran Canaria or are you on Tenerife? Uh, no, I'm living uh, nearly two years now here in Gran Canaria. Okay. And I'm planning to stay a little bit more. So, yeah, I surf it every time there's waves. Every time cool. there's a swell up there, I, I drive up and I'm there with the boys. And, yeah, just hoping there to be more girls in the water because I'm actually the only one when I'm there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, just it's pretty cool like um, when I first came here I was living here five years ago so every time I come like you kind of know the people so I, I always felt like home here too and it's cool that they respect me in the water so yeah, yeah just happy to live here and to get the chance to serve this way as much as, as much as possible because there is a big lineup like th there are a lot of local riders and they're all men um, mm -hmm. who are kind of dominating that space I mean how hard has it been uh, as a woman to be able to get the amount of practice that you feel you need to actually perform out there? Like, how, how hard has that been? Um, I think, like, i got the respect of the boys since I'm pretty small because um, I think I have to say thanks to my brother for that because um, my brother was always, okay, it's going to be big. So either you come and you surf because you're not going to stay outside or you stay at home. Yeah. So I think, like, seeing that the boys were like okay uh she's won more in the water like yeah it, sh it should be like that always but like i've always gained the respect of the boys i think pretty pretty soon and the bo like in the canaries it's a big uh, community of bodyboarding but uh, actually we all know each other like at least in in the ways we serve and yeah I, I just feel comfortable in the water like i have not i don't feel the pressure of being the the girl in the water and uh i I should get less waves, or not the bigger waves. And actually, one thing was pretty cool. 
and not so long ago uh, there was like this set coming but the boys were too much like to the right of Fronton and I was paddling actually up to get into the peak to line up and Amari just like looked at the wave looked at me and he was like go and I'm like whoa it was like a pretty big wave and I was like well if Amari says I have to go you know like <laughs> and yes just like things like that I think gain the respect of the boys and I just feel good in the water with them I'm having fun one of one more of them I feel how important are those moments where and this seems to be a normal thing not just for women but also for the guys who aren't from here when we come here and you know often a, a, a foreigner like myself or whoever is here from Australia like there'll be moments out at Fronton where all of the locals aren't in the right position and it may just only be like a meter that they're not in the right position, so they're not going to go that wave, mm -hmm. but it's an epic front-on wave, and they say go. And that's like the only time you ever get a local telling you to go a wave is when they certainly can't make that mm -hmm. wave. How important to you, or do you feel like that, because the, these are very specific moments in time that don't come along very often. How important are those moments in, in building up the respect in a lineup? What happens if you don't go? Yeah, that's what I was like trying to say a little bit. I think yeah, maybe it's, I think it's not only here. When I think about it, pipeline is the same. Like yeah, uh, maybe totally. there's just a closeout coming, and they go go. And if you don't go, you're like, well, we told you like to go. Like we gave you a wave, even though you know it was a closeout. You you're you're feeling like, man, do you want me to die? Yeah. Like, but um, yeah, I've I've never been in that position of telling someone to go if it's a bad wave or like you say like the locals say that. But yeah, maybe it's important to just go, you know, but uh, on the other yeah. side, it's your life. If you don't want to risk it because you see that you're not going to make that wave because you don't feel comfortable, just don't go, you know. I think there's more yeah. important things in life than gaining the respect of a local. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> but it does set you back if you don't go. Like, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to knock back your progress out there. Um, or, I don't know, maybe, yes. Maybe it's a really crowded, it could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, never been in that position but it could happen yeah. yeah I think that's one lucky thing about being a girl because if they tell me to go and yeah. I'm not local and I don't go and I pull back they go like you should have gone but um, we can it's understand okay. yeah it's okay uh -huh. being a guy maybe yeah on that side that card you know it's, it's still like that you know the feeling if you're a boy you're like oh yeah you should take the bigger ones you know is this like a macho thing like you feel like the boys take the bait because we want to be part of the big boys club or something and, and you uh, know, is this a difference with with males and females in the water in this circumstance you think well you don't see that many girls on the level of boys we don't like we're a smaller community i never felt like that because i always felt like if he can take the wave i can take the wave till uh, i serve this wave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's some points uh, where i feel that's my limit but everybody has their limits it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. I surf with friends of mine that are not on the level of uh, the boys that surf this way. Yeah. So on that point, when we go surfing and, and it's bigger, yeah. they're the ones pulling back, not me. Yeah. So it doesn't really depends if you're a girl or a guy. It just I think depends on, on your level and, and the limits you put yourself mm. on, on saying, I, will, I can and I will ride this wave or I don't feel ready for it or I just don't it's not for me like I prefer surfing smaller and comfortable ways instead of like I don't know yeah. Ways. yeah I think we shouldn't like difference about being a guy or a girl just like the level everybody has a different level and that sets different limits mm. to, to in their surfing I guess sure sure 
with this type of wave, um, you know, you won front on, and you know, to be honest, you looked like you were always going to win it from the first heat. You know, like there was a stronger uh, performance from you the whole way. You were getting the higher scores. You were picking off the stronger waves. There was no denying that you were the favourite, um, even though you hadn't won it two years in a row, and this was the first time you've actually won it. But you seemed to be the person most likely to win. Um, the women's tour kind of goes to different places throughout the year, and and you know it's been a while since you've won a world title. Even though I know I can speak for myself and I can speak for a lot of the other guys, that we all kind of expect you to keep winning them. Mm -hmm. But you, you, and also Isabella, who are also very like Isabella's a really high technical standard mm -hmm. of rider. She's doing some big airs. She's doing some really crazy stuff. Um, neither of you have been able to kind of stop the. The, the kind of forces from outside, you know, whether that be Joanna taking it in, you know, 2017, Ayaka last year, Sari this year. What is it about the tour or what is it about you that hasn't been able to kind of seal the deal these last few years? Yeah, I think it's uh, most likely, like, well, in competition, you know, that's always a good contest. It's always a bad contest. Yeah. Uh, this year, I know it most likely started from, from me, like, the start of the year wasn't the easiest for me. I yeah. think doing the tour so many years, I, I really felt um, uh, when Ian after Rika sent it that like posted that uh, uh, post on Instagram about him struggling uh, through mental yeah, yeah, uh, sure. ups and downs. I actually wrote him a private, and um, I didn't make it so like so open as he did. Maybe it would have helped before, but um, I decided to keep it for myself and for my family, but yeah, it's just, I think you just go to ups and downs when you do so many years the tour, mm. and uh, you feel like, okay, this has been like two or three years I haven't won the title. You like, you have to keep on being strong the whole time. You always have to be up there, you know? That, that's what everybody, everyone expects from you. And you just sometimes don't feel like it, and the, the, the bad thing is that you sometimes just lose uh, the, um, the confidence of yourself, like, I know who I am. I know how good I am, without being arrogant and saying yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's but um, that's a bad thing that you sometimes really lose your focus, and uh, and that's sad, you know. So yeah. I decided to, like Chile was um, really difficult for me. Like the start of the year before competing was a little bit difficult. Maybe I should have started working on it before. But coming back from from Chile was when I really realized, okay, sit down and really think about what you want to do in your, in your future, like make a plan. Yeah. Something that's not only bodyboarding, something that's going to make you happy too. So that's why I've, I've been working uh, with myself, my parents, my, my trainers, and really just myself to like look forward to competing. That's what happened. Like Then I arrived in, in Sindra, which is a wave that and like for me is the most difficult on tour, you sure. know, like, and I had like, I had uh, Ayak on the way to the final. I had, like really big names which in those conditions are way better than me but I, I felt like I don't care like I can serve this way too and I know that I can beat them mm. and that's how I haven't felt for like maybe two years now okay so that I think that has made the difference in the in the in the last few years and I feel like I'm on a good way back like coming up I think that's why like this contest is like mentally really really important for me too so I'm yeah just looking forward for next year because I know that I have more things now than only the tour because i'm studying i, I, I want to like work a little bit too like there's more things than only the tour it only has been the tour in my life so 
when you don't win it hurts more sure if there's other things in life yeah you still have the same laughter and you will put the same strength into it but you don't like just know that you have something else that makes you happy yeah what are these new things that are going to make you happy? What are we doing here? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm still studying to try to get into the Austrian police. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, only that? Only that, yeah. Austrian police? Austrian police, yeah. Okay. I would have, uh, yeah, I would go in like an athlete, as an athlete. Okay. Yeah, so it's actually like kind of a sponsorship. Like it's a program for athletes to yeah, get into the police yeah, force? Yeah, and then you study five years. Wow. Yeah, I only, like I have to go one month a year to Austria. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that would be pretty cool, but it's really difficult too, so I'm starting to get into that. Right. And um, wow. I, I will start working here. Um, Alex with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if I'm dangerous now. Imagine Whoa. If I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's actually really cool. Um, and that's really cool from Austria that they, they're giving me this chance, so I really hope to make it. Wow. That, that will set and open uh, up some big doors for me. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, and then, uh, but will those doors only be in Austria? Um, well, I would, I would, the thing is that I will have a salary, so I will be studying, which makes, yeah, you always constantly have to like be working, like brain oh, working, okay. studying, so that helps too. And uh, I want to study, I want to work in front of the camera. <laughs> right. So I will use that to help me to, to pay this, um, yeah, to study, uh, I don't know how you call it in, in English, it's like, like acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So wait, so acting yeah. and the police. Yeah. Sorry, I don't see. I, I'm, I'm missing. Am I missing something? Like, what exactly are you doing? You're gonna, you're gonna go and. No, the th yeah. The study thing to is, join the police force in Austria. Yeah. But at the same time, there's this other acting pathway that you're going to yeah. study. And bodyboarding is also kind of here. Yeah. Like you're still gonna do the tour, and try and get more world titles. This is like a five-year journey. Mm-hmm. What happens at the end of that journey? What exactly do you see happening? Well, it's five years from now. Yeah, but I mean, like, what's the point? Like, are you going to be a cop in Austria? Like, I will always have the telling people like <laughs> stick them up. In, I will uh, always have the like. It's not the the my main uh, okay goal to be a police officer there. Okay, uh, but uh, on the other side, maybe there's a chance to like work with something to do of the Austrian police here, maybe in the oh, council okay. or something. Okay. So at the end, it's uh, just, you know, everything is with contacts. If I yeah, get the chance cool. to work with something here. Yeah. But it's a good chance because um, you never know where you're uh, from here for five years. Of course, uh, yeah. for me, it would be really difficult to live in Austria because uh, yeah, there's no say. ocean. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah it's uh, my biggest, like my biggest dream would be like working in front of a camera, like maybe that's a sport, um, how do you call it? Um, reporter yeah, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, sport reporter or something okay. like that. That's more, more what, what I see myself doing. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But it's always good to have another another thing there. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Totally. Is, um, is, the, is it like a complicated thing to be Austrian, but also like home has been the Canary Islands since when? Uh, I was born in... You were born here, yeah, right? right? So like, how, how does it feel to kind of go down a pathway that's very Austrian versus, you know, like you are a Canary Islander in in most likely culture and um, yeah. experience. Like, is there a conflict or a tension between the two that you experience in your life? Uh, not really, like, well, you can tell that, like, my family that lives there is like has nothing to do, like, 
with how we live here or yeah, how, how yeah. we are. You can really tell the like they grew up in a in the country what's cold there's yeah. like no ways yeah. there are mountains like totally different but um, I actually enjoy it because I get to go to visit my family or my friends or to study in Vienna yeah so I get to live that for a little bit like yeah sometimes it's good to just disconnect and then like yeah. be somewhere else but yeah I could never imagine it like I need bodyboarding in my life I need the yeah. ocean in my life and that would always will always be like that you know like bodyboarding has a like put me through my best moments in life and is the thing that most makes me happy so it's something yeah. i would never i could never leave you know and no way <laughs> yeah now it's um and when you're in austria is it like like how much time do you actually spend there with that like in that culture and, and kind of yeah well the, the yeah the most time i've been there was 10 days because i had to study three or four and then yeah. we went skiing yeah cool and yeah that was hard yeah i'm sure <laughs> i was like yeah well maybe because i'm skiing but no but the, the last days i was like i need water yeah. like, i need waves i need to be surfing so yeah. i think one week it's like like the top so if i get into the police it's gonna be really interesting to be a month there studying yeah. maybe because you're studying you're it's different like you're the whole day in school so sure. yeah it'll be a, yeah it'll be a bit of a change for you mm. for sure um, but just to recap that kind of discussion a little bit, like so, you're not, you're not like relocating your life into the Austrian world, like you're not geographically oh, shifting. No, no. You're just going to be studying in an Austrian context. Yeah. Uh, but also still pursuing these kind of, and you're not, you know, you're not going to be leaving this behind because. Uh, no, no, is, no way. Yeah. They're like that actually will help me more to 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 achieve, like to still do the tour, to travel. Yeah. And do like projects like maybe filming around that's gonna actually help me to keep yeah. on like doing bodyboarding it's not a thing that oh, I'm gonna study that I'm gonna leave bodyboarding mm. because they actually want me there because of bodyboarding yeah okay. that's like it's kind of a sponsorship but you're studying yeah okay so but it's for elite end, athletes at least yeah, yeah, as yeah. long as they um, like accept me as a uh, professional athlete they will support me okay so it's actually kind of a sponsorship, but at the end of those five years, you get the title of a police officer. Yeah. And then for the next 10 years, you can decide if you want to work there or yeah. not. Is part of this, um, all of these kind of future opportunities, is part of this about being, because um, I noticed when I was doing the commentary at the event that you, you're identifying as Austrian in your- Stacked up. Stacked up, yeah. right? Is, is that part of this kind of broader, um, like if you weren't, because you are a Spanish citizen, I'm guessing, because you were born no, here I've, or not? No, Austrian German citizenship. Okay, so yeah. you never were, you uh, never yeah. have been a citizen no, of the, Spain. Of the the residence. Yeah, you're a resident yeah, yeah, of Spain. Yeah. Okay, cool. There isn't so there isn't like an automatic citizenship when you're born somewhere in Europe. Yeah, well, I don't have a no. Passport. Yeah, I don't have a Spanish passport. Okay, cool. So I, then it I is just what it, it is. But uh, I, I would have, I could have, couldn't have Austrian Spanish. I think like. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. what it is. Mm. All right, cool, cool. Um, all right, so that explains that a little bit because I was when I was commentating, I was like, and and writing some press releases and stuff. I was like, oh, she's Austrian here, but I don't really know if that's how she wants to be referred to. But is yeah. that how you really that, like? That I mean, is, is this how you refer to yourself? I am Austrian. Uh, yeah, one part. Yeah, like it's a it's a big part of my life. My, my dad, like it's, it's blood, you know. And I yeah, feel like yeah. I feel identified as a like maybe in the head more than like. I don't know how I how I act like it's really Canarian, but yeah, like there's some things that are like really Austrian. So 
Yeah, on one side, yeah, on the other side, um, all my bodyboarding career is from here, you know, so totally. yeah. at the end it's more because my nationality is Austrian, but like on the APB, it's a private tour, so you can like, you can put um, Canary Islands the same as they put instead of France, they put a uh, reunion, reunion and yeah. Basque and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, is it, um, I mean, what, do you recognize in yourself certain things that are very Austrian versus very Canarian? Like, you know, do you see different attributes in yourself that are kind of constant? Uh, not really constant, but yeah, there's some things like, uh, because back home we only um, talk German and I live with my parents. Yeah. Like that, I've been grown in that community, you know? Yeah. So there's like things, like seeing things in a different way that maybe a Canarian would see, you know? Yeah. So, and that, I, I'll, uh, I can like recognize that I'm, like not like uh, fully Canarian. Yeah. But then on the other side, um, everybody like just when I open my mouth and like when I act, everybody's like, "You're definitely born in the Canaries." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it um coming back to the water and the lineup and things like that? Was it ever a challenge being an Austrian in the water to begin with? Was there any kind of distance, or or were you always just accepted as the girl from the Canaries in the oh, water? Oh yeah, no. Here is a. Uh, there's a lot of people here that have uh, parents from outside. So at the end, you, if you're born and raised here, you want one more. You know? yeah. like, of course, like when I was small, I couldn't say the R oh, yeah, sure. in, in, in Spanish. Yeah. I said it the, the German way. Yeah. So yeah, that was like the thing to laugh about when yeah, I was talking, sure. you know. But um, no, I was always accepted as, a, as one Canarian more. Yeah. Back to bodyboarding. Um, with this kind of moment now, uh, you've just won the big this big event. You, you, you did mention you're about to go and get a tattoo. Yeah. So like, explain the tattoo so the listener and the viewer can kind of get it. What are you getting? Uh, yeah, I've, like as I said, this this contest has been since since they put it in the APB IBA tour and then women's has yeah. been my biggest dream to to win this contest. Yeah. And as I said, like personally and mentally, it was really important for me to like to step up again and, and, be, and believing in myself so um, yeah I'm gonna make this because it's front on queen and front on king I'm gonna make the little crown with the the date of, cool. uh, yeah, of the day that uh, the final was how big are we talking how big is this tattoo still don't know still gotta see I'm, uh, I have a really good friend who uh, does, uh, does this tattoo yeah so it depends on how it looks and how he will design it I'll yeah. decide how big it is and where I will yeah. put it okay fun <laughs> and you don't know where you're gonna put it yet I was always thinking here, like on my ribs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it depends if the on the way it's gonna look like. Sure. You know, like maybe it looks better on a, on another part of my body. <laughs> Do you have any scars from out there yet? Like in your life, surfing there? Like, are there any significant kind of any significant damage to you that's been done in the in the water? In fronton, yeah. uh, luckily not. Luckily like, not. No. Yeah. Like not big things. Uh, I think one of the biggest was Hawaii, where I smashed my face. Yeah. Just like small scars that's yeah. what this place does though doesn't it like it's like i i keep on i talking to the boys that i'm staying with and i just keep on noticing little cuts and slices oh, all yeah. over me that on I, the, like, like yeah yeah Tom just Tom trying to me. stop yeah exactly stop it. yeah it's usually just coming in right yeah it's not the easiest like not at all. to paddle out it's uh, easier jump boom you're in yeah. but yeah the thing is a high tide big waves to come out it's not the funniest it's thing it's really to do. dangerous yeah it's a super intense mm. finishing point <laughs> you, 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 you paddle out there it's intense because like shit i'm paddling out front on i'm gonna like 
have to catch waves there if I'm paddling out there and then you catch waves there and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm on a big wave here <laughs> and then you, you get to the end of your surf and you're like, okay, I've got to get a wave in and then you, yeah, it's like, uh, it never stops being intense, yeah, I find, yeah, like yeah, it's, no, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, you're never like really comfortable, like, yeah. because you're always like, I'm always like, my heart is uh, pumping really fast, you're like, ugh. Is it gonna get me? Am I gonna get out with this wave, or is the set yeah. going in my head? So, yeah. Exactly. How long do we um, persist with this mild shower? You've got a good hat on, so you're not really feeling yeah. it. I know. Cool. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I got my hood on now. Yeah. Maybe watch your phone. Um, it's been raining here in the Canaries. I mean, I, I just thought it was mostly a dry place, but it seems to be delivering some moisture. Yeah. So well, this, like it usually actually, it's pretty dry, right? It, no, and it actually just started this week because. Yeah. Um, Joanna called me asking, how's the weather? Yeah. Like, should I bring winter clothes or should I bring summer clothes? And I was like, well, we still have 40 degrees because we had a heat wave before yeah, she yeah. came. And then like, you guys arrived and it started raining, yeah. like bad weather. So I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but it's all right, it's nice, it's refreshing, I guess. Yeah. Um, with surfing on this island, well, you didn't actually grow up on this island, right? So you grew up in Tenerife? Yeah. And like, how, there's probably spots there that you can't talk about, but like, how does that place not necessarily compare, but like, cause you know, a lot of people's experience of front of the Canary Islands in a broad sense is, is mostly kind of focused around Fronton. Mm -hmm. You know, they only ever really see images of that. Um, there's a couple of waves here behind us now that are kind of definitely not secrets and they're, they're mm -hmm. nice little waves to, to practice on and stuff like that, but they're not the Fronton type. Growing up in Tenerife, was it was it was it really possible for you to to prepare for this kind of wave in your life, or is there really just nowhere else like it? Uh, well, there's kind of the same type of waves, like heavy waves. Yeah. But like let's just say front on is front on. But yeah. yeah, we have we have really good waves too. We've grown up like at the end. Look, Diego Cabrera comes from Tenerife. Yeah, he does. There's some waves at the north, as I, as I can't say the names. But yeah, yeah. There are some waves, yeah. So there and is some some gnarly stuff there yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, there's one really good ride, and uh, I think Diego prefers it than this ride. You know. Yeah. So we have a lot of ways, but then we have Lanzarote too. We have La Santa Lanzarote. We have like every island. I think has a lot of ways, but I think the most consistent and heavier waves are here. Yeah. 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 But it but it does prepare you for here to an extent. Then you're saying like you 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 have been able to prepare for this your whole life. Oh yeah yeah like. I've been surfing like heavy heavy waves since I kind of started. Yeah. And then when I was 15, I moved here for a few months. So that's when I first uh, surfed fronton. Yeah. And I actually felt ready when I was here. So yeah, yeah. we do have those waves that uh, yeah kind of prepare you to to surf uh, a heavy slap like this one. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not the same. But it's a lot of fun growing up there. Like, I mean, were there a lot of other female bodyboarders in Tenerife when you grew up, or was it still was it still mostly just the boys, and you were just part of that gang? Yeah, yeah, it was mostly just boys. Like when I was really small, there was like a few girls, but uh, yeah, then they didn't. They well, just kind of stopped competing and surfing. Yeah. But I was. It was actually kind of always me. Yeah. yeah with, with the boys. Yeah. Has that made a critical difference? Like, how do you feel that's made in your progression in bodyboarding? Like, is it is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it a no nothing? You know, does it make any difference? Uh, on the bodyboard part, maybe on the on the, on the radical part, on the technique, and maybe on surfing bigger waves, for sure it, uh, it would yeah. have helped. But 
I think mostly because of my brother, because he was the one pushing me to, you know, to to get better and to surf bigger. He's uh, a bodyboarder as well, right? Yeah, he's a bodyboarder as yep. well, yeah. Cool. And maybe, uh, like, on role models, it would have been nice to have some girls, you know, like, we're way different um, on the on the way we present ourselves and stuff. So yeah. it maybe would have helped a little bit to have a gr another girl growing up with me surfing. Yeah, yeah. sure. It seems like Joanna had a, uh, a similar experience in her kind of area too. Like she was just kind of always cruising with the boys, mm. bodyboarding. It, it seems like it was, you know, because there aren't, at least in a lot of places, as many, if we go to Japan, of course, there's more women bodyboarders than men yeah. bodyboarders, it seems. But um, it seems like there is that kind of part of some of you elite riders seem to be kind of on your own a little bit as women mm. in your earlier stages. Yeah. Um, I mean, how does it how does it affect? Because uh, it, it's a unique thing, right? Because when we're younger, a lot of us grow up in gendered uh, groups, right? Mm -hmm. The girls have all of their girlfriends, and they go and do stuff together, and the boys have all their boyfriends, and mm -hmm. they go and do stuff together, and compete and fight, and do whatever mm -hmm. else happens in your youth. Um, it seems like a unique thing in the in for women bodyboarders and maybe it's a similar thing in women's surfing stand-up surfing as well like how does that affect your relationship with men over time like the, does it change it um well i don't know at the end like those uh you grew up with at the end it's going to be like your family and friends yeah so yeah maybe like on one side when you on the dating side, what they're yeah, saying. Yeah. That's part of it, right? Yeah. Uh, when you're going to meet a guy, you actually know how he is. Like, yeah. you've been growing up with guys the whole time. Yeah, they're not and as more if it's in the mysterious, same probably, yeah. right? Yeah, and more if it's in the same community. Yeah. Right? But the end, everybody's different. But yeah, maybe they see you like a little bit str uh, stronger too. Because yeah. they, they know that you know how, how they are. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, they know, like, oof. Uh, you're not going to take their shit yeah, as easily, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So maybe sometimes they, they feel a little bit more scared about that. But yeah, I think at the end, every, every everyone is different. But uh, it does have maybe effect in some uh, moments, you know, like uh, kind of like being grown up, like seeing stuff not every girl sees. Yeah, exactly, know? right? But, and uh, it's usually gross stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, boys are yeah, just gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah, not all of you, but yeah. Yeah, but, a lot yeah, of us yeah. are. We're pretty fucked. <laughs> no, it's nothing like I've well, never... I never changed my, my, my like childhood growing up like that, you know, but yeah, uh, yeah some stuff you see it makes it just a little bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a positive uh, way to frame that. It's the only way I can get it. <laughs> um, so you got the, you, you're the front on Queen now. I think we're kind of coming to a good kind of point to kind of talk about the future. We've kind of got an idea that there's this Austrian police academy thing mm -hmm. happening. There's this idea of getting into sports journalism and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff in front of the camera. What what do the next kind of couple of years look like for you with bodyboarding? Is it very much focused on your competitive results still or is there an uh, is there a desire there to do a bit more free surfing? I know a lot of the women kind of grapple like Ayaka definitely you know she won her world title last year and announced that she maybe wouldn't even do the tour mm -hmm. because she wasn't exactly happy with how the women were received on tour and the kind of um a lot of questions i guess around equality and opportunity uh how do you feel about the tour and and where does it sit for you and your prioritization well it's not the in their best moment we all know that and yeah. uh, i don't think it's um something uh, that has to be 
hidden anymore. I think everybody knows it. Yeah. Uh, you can, I think, really see it. But uh, yeah, well, I'm a really competitive person. So um, on the one side, yeah, we don't feel as um, like we don't feel the way they should, like they treating us is the right way. Or but I, I don't think your guys either. Like it's just yeah. it's just the tour that's a little bit unstable. What I think, and um, we're trying to, yeah. to to make it better. But um, nah, I will be competing for sure. Like I want to win that third world title at least, and uh, maybe more. I'm a really competitive person, and I was thinking about it for sure. Maybe I leave the tour. Maybe it would help to leave the tour for a year or something. But I was like, every time I get into a competition, every time I get to a heat, I'm like, no, I can't live without this. Yeah. Like, not at least for the next years, you know. Yeah, yeah. It makes me happy. Yeah. And uh, like, if it fills my heart, you know, uh, to to be competing, to be traveling with friends, and like experience yeah. this whole thing, you know. And the only thing is, I need to work on me to not always be so down when I don't make the result I want, yeah, you know? Sure. And if, if, if I get to work on that, I will be really happy and I, I, will, I will do the tour a few more years. But yeah, on the other side, I will, I want to try to do some other po uh, projects too, which uh, I'm not- Within bodyboarding? Not, within bodyboarding, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Which are not to say. Public, because, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's that. There's going to be some fun things you guys will see in the next years. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward. I have a few things in mind and some few uh, things uh, already talked with sponsors. So I think it's going to be pretty cool and maybe some new stuff. I think we need some new stuff maybe in the sport. So yeah, but you will see me around the tour annoying you guys a little bit more. <laughs> never annoying, never annoying. Well, from me to you, congratulations Thank on you. the Fronton Queen result. It's really epic, really happy for you. And thanks for finally sitting down for a podcast. I'm sure everyone's really stoked to hear from you. And I say good luck on your yeah. next world yeah, title. Yeah, see you next year. Let's see where it starts. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually looking forward. I think it's going to be a little bit better. I think it'll be a fun uh, year at yeah, least. It's going to be, yeah. I think right. South Africa. Yeah, that's on the cards. Yeah. That Not too big reveals yeah, until yeah, it's confirmed. But, but yeah, like there's, there's yeah. some new events potentially and also some of the same old ones that'll still deliver what we want. Yeah. Oh. I hope Arika will be back for girls. I hope so too. So I'll I think, be I think it out there. Yeah, say, put it right there. That's for the that's for the Arika organizers and the APB to pay attention to. Good luck and thanks. Yeah, thank you. So there it was. Quick chat with Alexandra Rinder. Freshly crowned Queen of Fronton, um, absolute legend, charges, really pushes the sport, not only in the women's category, but also in the open space, you know, she's a dangerous competitor. Uh, really great to chat with her, really cool to hear about some of her plans, some of her ideas about her own future and the future of the sport. Um, looking forward to seeing what some of these things are. Um, going to be super interesting to see how this police academy stuff goes, so really great to sit and talk with her. Thank you. Alexandra for your time and uh, all of your efforts in the sport. A uh, little bit of housekeeping, got a few more episodes to drop real quick uh, and there was a recent uh, episode recorded with Ryan Hardy, which I know everybody's waiting for. So going to try and pump out a bunch of these uh, in quick succession and then kind of clean the decks for a, well, for an imminent EPO podcast interview, another Mitch Rawlins and a few other Queensland folks I've got to chase up. So really cool and exciting few months ahead. Um, 
Last bit of housekeeping, the LaBoogie Science Bodyboards collab is still live. There are a few left. There's a few kind of orders, a few people kind of waiting to do deposits and whatnot. I think we've got about 16 boards available. Um, once again, the deal is the boards are $420. $100 from that sale goes to the bodyboard club of your choice. And then another $50 uh, will be donated to a fire, a bushfire relief um, charity in Australia. So... It's a way for you to kind of make a purchase. They're great boards. I've been playing around with them in the smaller ways here around Foster Tongue Curry recently, and it, um, that extra length and volume definitely helps make those small sessions far more enjoyable. Um, really great gift also for someone in the uh, older category who's looking to get into the sport. My, my father's using his. He's in his 60s, and he's definitely getting a lot more out of it. So feel free to DM me about those boards. Um, super cool and nice little way to support grassroots bodyboarding. Okay, until next time.